Hi, everyone. I'm Cindy W. from California, and I am a compulsive overeater, and it's uh, really great to be here tonight. Thank you so much for um, asking me to share. I have been in this program now for almost 24 years. Um, actually, I think May 1st will be 24 years. Um, I have not been absent that whole time, but um, I've had a lot of relapses along the way, and um, today I have nine, nine and a half years uh, in June. It will be 10 years of current abstinence. Uh, my top weight was well over 400 pounds. I'm maintaining about a 220-pound weight loss at this point, and this program has transformed my weight uh, my entire life, way beyond the weight, physical, um, emotional, and spiritual. Uh, I came to my very first meeting when I was 12 years old, so that kind of tells me that I was born into this disease. My very first memory was food, um, trying to control food, other people trying to control my food, um, you know, and my... In my childhood, it was a lot of um, misunderstanding. People didn't understand why I couldn't stop eating. I couldn't understand why I couldn't stop eating. And there was a lot of well-intended people that were constantly trying to get me to stop eating. But nobody knew what the solution was until I came into this program to understand my problem and they can offer me a solution. And um, when I was about um, 14 years old, my grandparents offered me $5,000 to um, lose weight. And that was probably my very first case of powerlessness because I wanted that money more than you could ever imagine. You know, as a teenager back so many years ago, that was a lot of money. It was like $100,000. And no matter what I did, no matter how much I wanted it, how much I willed it, like I could not stop eating. And, you know, that's a um, another Thing that I, I think in regards to um, powerlessness and um, I was so powerless over food that I could not go one day without eating. I've never been the kind of person who could lose a lot of weight. I could never stop eating long enough to lose any substantial amount of weight. So when, when I came to this program and I got abstinent and I put down the food, even even though I relapsed after that over and over again for quite a few years, um, I put down the food. There was something magical here, you know, that allowed me to put down the food, even if it wasn't sustainable until years later. And I think that that's something that kept me coming back for all these years. And, um, you know, my grandparents, you know, they just wanted me to be healthy. And, and I know that today, but they tried to control me all the time. My my um, grandma would um, take me, like, to a child's play area, drop me in my uh, my grandpa would drop us off, and then we'd be expected to walk home. I'd come over to their house for the weekend. They would have, like, they'd try to turn their garage, like, into a gym. They'd have, like, the treadmill out for me. You know, they would do all these things to try and stop me to stop my eating, and it just, nothing worked. And my mom, kind of the same thing. Um, she was always taking me to self-help groups. She knew that there was something wrong with me, too, not just physically, um, but, you know, I have, like, low self-esteem. I didn't have any friends. I was bullied a lot in school and she was always trying to find like support groups for me and things like that and she actually took me to OA when I was 12 as well and uh, I dropped out of class at a school public school when I was in seventh grade because I was bullied so bad and that's actually how I found out about OA ironically enough um, I was um, almost like forced to go back to school if I didn't go to an OA meeting and I hated the school district. There was two um, teachers that told me that I had to go to an OA meeting or I had to go back to public school, and I hated them with a passion for it, you know, as a teenager. But 
you know, today I think they probably saved my life. And um, I went to one meeting, and I probably didn't really comprehend anything as a 12-year-old uh, what this program was offering me or what even what the people were talking about. But, you know, a seed was planted, and I came back when I was ready. And um, years later, when I was about 23, I was at my top weight which uh, was 479 pounds, and um, I was, you know, still really young, so it hadn't taken a huge toll on me physically um, as much as it had in the later years, but I had just started a diet, and that diet became my first absence, and then all of a sudden, you know, this thought suddenly crossed my mind, why don't you try ovaries anonymous, so I went back, and I've kept coming back ever since, and I went back, and uh, that was almost 24 years ago, and um, that first, uh, that diet became my first absence. I lost a hundred pounds, like over a hundred pounds, just like in a flash. It was just so crazy. I never imagined that I could put down the food long enough to lose any substantial amount of weight. And to this day, I really believe that was my higher power keeping me here because if I would have just struggled and struggled and struggled in the beginning, I probably would have thought, well, that's just, this is just another one of those programs that doesn't work, you know, because I tried all the pain ways. I tried, I used to go to different diet programs with my mom and we were always, she was always taking me to like dietitians and nutritionists and we tried a lot of the PNWA programs and I would always go to like, I would try like a lot of the really cheap PNWAs and then I would try like the real expensive ones and I would go to like the free consultation and learn, you know, um, learn about how much it costs and like never go back and, um, you know, I, I tried um, therapy and I was, you know, seeing a counselor in school when I was in college and I remember her telling me that, um, you know, most people don't know how to eat. And I said, well, I know exactly how to eat. You know, even before I found this program, I knew that knowledge, self-knowledge was not my problem, you know, and, and she said, well, what do you think you should eat? And I proceeded to tell her what a, a good food plan might be for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And she was like, wow, I've never known someone who knew exactly what to do and then just doesn't doesn't do it so that just told me early on that I am bodily and mentally different from my fellows and um I know this is a hundred pounder meeting and there's a lot of things that have happened to me as a hundred pounder as a 200 pounder and um you know I've broken furniture I couldn't fit into cars um you know I would have to be careful who I went in a car with you know, I would be, as I went on blind dates where I could barely fit in a person's car, um, I used to be terrified to even get in anyone's car because I was so terrified that they were going to ask me to put on a seatbelt and I was going to be so humiliated. I remember when I was 14 years old, I went to Disneyland with some friends and we were there to see a band play, but, you know, you could ride the rides all day long and, and I was so terrified that I would be humiliated being told that I couldn't get on, sit on a ride or something, that I didn't even attempt to go on a ride. So I just walked around with my friends all day long for hours and hours and hours and refused to go on a ride. My my life was so small, and I just kept getting smaller and smaller and smaller. I broke a um, sink off of a bathroom wall one time. I broke a toilet, um, not just the toilet seat, but an actual toilet off of a public bathroom, and I just landed in a puddle you know, talk about pitiful, incomprehensible demoralization. And um, that's what thing, those are the things that happen to someone like me. And I had I had, had my gallbladder out one time because my gallbladder was so infected because of 
food that I ate. And, you know, I um, had major surgery. I was told that I might be on a ventilator and might not be able to breathe on my own because of my weight. And um, that didn't happen. But after the surgery, I had a lot of complications. Very simple surgery. Um, my daughter used, recently had that done, and, like, they sent her home that same day. You know, a super simple surgery. I was in the hospital for nine days. I had some complications, and I stopped at the Bay on the way home from the hospital. You know, that is what someone like me does. Um, I have no power. Lack of power is my dilemma, and I had to find a power greater than me who was going to solve my problem. And I never had a power greater than myself who could solve a problem like this for me until I walked into these doors and someone sat me down and said, this is my problem. This is your problem. I have the same problem, and this is a solution that I found. Um, through these 12 steps, you know, these 12 steps, this is a 12-step program. These 12 steps have changed my life. These 12 steps give me a roadmap to live my life in a way that I don't have to eat compulsively today, that I don't have to find that ease and comfort in food. I find comfort in food, but food is in its proper place, you know. I eat my three meals a day and satisfied. I enjoy life outside of those three meals. My life doesn't revolve around my food anymore. You know, I have a, there's a whole lot of life going on that doesn't involve me eating. And before my, my meal plan was I ate the second I got up and I stopped eating the second I went to bed. Like I had one big meal that never ended, you know, for hours and hours and hours. I would just eat all day. I was addicted to that feeling of being stuffed. Like I always needed food in my stomach. You know, because as long as I was shoving food in my mouth, the world disappears. You know, and for someone like me, I'm socially awkward. I am not a social person, at least I wasn't. Um, people scare the crap out of me. I don't know how to hold down jobs. I don't know how to be productive member of society. I don't know how to be in a relationship with another human being to have a true partnership with another person. I just want to binge out with my TV shows, my movies, my Kindle and my food. And that was my life before this program. And I couldn't hold down the job. Um, I've been in and out of homeless shelters. I've been in horrible relationships that I didn't even know were horrible until I got into a healthy one. And this program has transformed all of that. You know, today, um, physically, I can walk and I can walk up a flight of stairs without panting, you know, and I can walk around the block and I can, I can go anywhere and do anything that I want to do pretty much. I can like kind of walk around free in my body. I don't have to worry about breaking things and, you know, not going to restaurants because I'm terrified of um, sitting in booths. I remember going out to um, dinner one time with some people um, that I didn't know very well. And I would run into the restaurant and, like, ask for a table instead of a booth, like, before anyone else was around me so that they would think that the waiter just brought me randomly to the table because I was so terrified of sitting in a booth and not being able to sit. You know, this disease stole so many years from my life. And and this program has given me back all the things that the disease stole and then some, you know, and... Today, because of this program, like, I can I can go anywhere. I can go anywhere and know that there's going to be something that I can eat. And there's freedom. I have so much freedom. Like, there's food in, in my fridge right now that I haven't eaten in many, many years because it's just not my food. It's other people's food. And I've eaten enough food that harmed me 
for like several third world countries. You know, there's today I eat in a way that isn't going to kill me and isn't going to, and it's not just a physical death, but if I put certain foods in my mouth and certain types of foods in my mouth, you don't want to, you will not want to be around me. I cannot be a good mother. I cannot be a good friend. I cannot be a good partner. Like you will want nothing to do with me. The woman that you see today that you want to be around, that you enjoy spending time with, that person will disappear, you know, and, and, um, I have this great job today and, and um, I work from home and I'm trusted. You know, people trust me. People trust me because I'm a trustworthy person. And um, I'm an honest person and I have integrity today. And I have a stable home. And I've, I've raised a beautiful young woman who's 20 now and she has special needs. And, um, you know, we have this great relationship. And I have this life partner today. She's also in these rooms and we get to share this program together and have a beautiful life together and um you know there's so many beautiful things that that this program has given me and and it really gives me like this joy of living you know on page 100 in the big book it talks about um walking hand in hand and that when we put our hands in the hand of god we see beautiful things until we're paraphrasing but we see like these beautiful things happen in our lives, like no matter what our present circumstances, and that is better than anything we could have planned. And, you know, I think about that because there's so many things in my life that have happened that I really wish hadn't happened or wish something would happen that, that didn't happen, you know. And some of those things, like bad relationships that I just kept holding on to and holding on to, like I don't know what my higher power has planned for me. And when I put my hand in the hand of my higher power, like, I get things better than I could have imagined. You know, maybe I'm holding on to, like, this job that I don't even like, you know. At one point in my job, I was really, really struggling financially, and um, I hated my job. Like, it was so horrible going to work. I would call out all the time. My job was just horrible. I just hated it so much. And then I was um, given an opportunity to go to a different department, but it was a pay cut, but it had the potential of making more money through, like, um, commission. But, like, I don't know about all that. I don't – I would like sure things. I don't like to gamble. You know, like, I barely made ends meet as it is. I'm supposed to, like, you know, turn turn it over to this higher power and, like, trust that everything's going to be okay. I don't think so. And um, I turned down this job. And then the supervisor at the time, thankfully, she, like, knew me. And she was like, come to my desk. And she sat there and, and pretty much talked me into, like, taking this job and shared with me how even though on paper it sounds scary, like, I'm probably going to do really good at this job. And I just, I hated my other job so much. And I thought, okay, I'm just going to take, you know, a leap, of, a leap of faith and see what happens. And I will tell you guys, in the first month, I made a, several hundred more and then after that I made more money than I've ever made you know and then from that job and and that wasn't even I mean yeah I want to pay my bills but money is not my um it's just not the most important thing to me like I hated my job and then all of a sudden I get to go to this job where I'm making a little bit more money and I'm happy at work 
And then today I have an even better job that I'm even happier at. And things like that, this program gives me, like, the ability to say, okay, maybe there is a better way. You know, maybe I don't have all the answers. Maybe I don't know what's on the other side. Maybe it's scary, but maybe it's going to be a lot better than I've ever imagined. And that could be with a job. That could be with a relationship. You know, it could be so many things. And, you know, I was in and out of homeless shelters at one time in my life. I didn't even know what a stable home was. I was in motels. I slept in my car once. And today I have this stable home and I've been here for seven years now and over seven years. And, you know, a few years ago, my rent was raised. And my very first thought was, oh my gosh, like what a blessing that my rent has been raised because I've never lived long enough for my rent to be raised anywhere in my life until I lived here. I mean, that's, it's insane. I'm not even exaggerating, but that's my life. My life was one of instability and chaos, which for me sometimes, you know, I'm an addict. I get off on chaos. So sometimes having this, this like subtle serene life is kind of like boring and monotonous and like the same thing over and over again. And then I share my story and I remember how my life used to be and it was so chaotic and it was so up and down. Like I would come home from work and not know if I was going to get be kicked out of my hotel or, or not be in my shelter, in a shelter, like, I didn't know where I was going to sleep, and I didn't know how I was going to eat, I mean, those, that was my life many, many years ago, and today, that that's not my life today, and I have this beautiful relationship with my life partner, and, you know, together, we get to work on ourselves, and, and have this beautiful, loving relationship that is called sex, and, um, you know, life, life is good, you know, life is subtle, and life is calm, and life is not amazing, and life is not horrible. And for someone like me, it's really hard to live like in the even field, but that's what I'm working on. And this program is all about Thank you. And um, this program is, you know, all about action. And, you know, today I get to take these daily actions, and I get to come here and share my story and, and sponsor other people and take people to the big book and call my sponsor and make outreach calls and, you know, do a 10 steps and try and get closer and closer to this connection of a power greater than myself. So this power that has solved my problem of compulsory eating when at one time I, I thought I was just going to die from this disease. Like there was no way to go. Like I was going to do anything but um, die from this disease. Like, there is no hope for me, but this program has given me hope, and this program has given me a solution, and this program has given me tools and steps to follow, and all I need to do is follow these steps with people that have gone before me, and then lead the way for others, and we keep doing that, we keep sharing, we keep helping each other, and we keep recovering, you know, it's very, very simple, it's not easy, but it is a very simple program, and, you know, I keep showing up and I keep doing what I'm told and even when I don't want to, especially when I don't want to and I don't want to like so much of the time, you know, I will not even sit here and pretend like I want to do this. I mean, I didn't even want to get on this call tonight. I'm constantly doing things that I don't want to do, but that and then I constantly get the miracles and the gifts that um, this program gives me, you know, and the peace and and, you know, what it, this program gives me a purpose and a reason for being. And my entire life, I've always felt like, 
like I didn't have the instructions for life, but everybody else did. And I've always felt completely apart from, you know, and today I get to come in this program and I get still part of, and I can walk, you know, in these rooms and have a room full of um, strangers and I can feel like we're family. And that's my time. So thank you so much for letting me share. And my phone number is 714-651-1439. And call or text me anytime. Thanks for letting me share. Thank you, Cindy W. Oh, my gosh, what a great story. So blessed to hear you share tonight. Um, Presently, there are 59 other people on the line tonight listening to our speaker. You can rehear Cindy W. for the next 24 hours by calling 712-432-5203. Same pin as this meeting, 428-5115, pound.